When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Man, it feels great to be a duck. Give it to me, baby. My house. I'm taking it there. Third competitor. They'll want to put the O on. Three. Got it. We're going to compete to a standard every day. The Oregon standard. Rebound. Tap it in. Point to The opportunity to play, put Oregon on your chest, should mean a great deal to you. Unloads on one into left field. Back toward the wall. Gone. This program is staged to compete and to win championships. Oregon wins. This is Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Live from the Country Financial Studio, let's talk Oregon athletics. We're going to do that today with the head coach of the entire athletic department. Oregon Athletic Director Rob Mullins is with us. Rob! Welcome back inside the Country Financial Studio. How are things? Yeah, doing great. Good to see you. Okay, hard-hitting question to start. We're jumping right in. You ready? Let's go. I asked you what you wanted for Christmas the last time you were on in uh, last calendar year. You said some downtime. Did you get it? Not, not much. Uh, <laughs> you know, it just kind of the way it, it worked out. You know, we had a unique schedule this year and appreciate all the fans that engaged. We had some really uh, critical basketball games right. at home, both men's and women's. Obviously, the bowl game falling on the 28th meant some travel over the holidays. Um, but all good stuff. Yeah. It was good things, you know, good holiday bowl win, right? Uh, so we're going to recap that, uh, talk about some of the final rankings, basketball, uh, a college football Hall of Famer. We're ah, going to get to that huge. today. Uh, really big deal. And then a few other notes and uh, things that we'll cover today. Also, Jerry Allen's going to join us because football season after last night is officially over, which means we got to get the voice of the Ducks here in the studio to talk about next football season because <laughs> I don't know about you, Rob, but the way too early top 25 is already coming out. Yeah, and uh, it's funny. You can see everybody competing. They start to creep up day earlier every year and you know it's amazing if you were to flip on uh any of the talking heads today they're already talking about georgia and they haven't even had a chance to enjoy the back-to-backs incredible accomplishment last night and everybody just gets so forward thinking do you think that the coaches are already thinking about what's next well enjoy it at all no kirby smart was asked today in the in the national champion press conference and he said he will spend the flight home thinking about next year yeah see i mean that's I guess, you know, to borrow a phrase from Mark Wazikowski and others, it uh, takes what it takes to be successful, I suppose. It does, and obviously, um, you know, using uh, Kirby's theme of the hunted, uh, you know, when when you're performing at the level that they showed last night, yeah. you know, you are at the top and everybody's gunning for you. What else did you get for Christmas? Well, oh, I think I got the, lots of... Um, uh, gift cards. Good. Which is nice. Good. Uh, I thought for sure you'd say ties. Um, you know, it seems like you always get ties. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of, you know, fewer and fewer. It's dwindled? It has dwindled. So that's good because i got to tell you, one of the best things 
in my opinion, that came after the, the 2020 season is that college basketball coaches, for the most part, are not wearing full suits anymore. Right. No. Isn't that nice? It is nice. Um, and I think just in general, in the Pacific Northwest, <laughs> yeah. we, we wear fewer ties. Yeah, this is our uniform, right? I'm wearing like a, a you know a quarter zip, right? You, you look very nice today, though. It's headshot day, I'm told. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I don't know that I'm up for a new headshot for the uh, credential <laughs> or the or the web page, but I like – uh, I'll keep my young one. So that's, so it's, it's funny you say that because I was just talking to Eric Evans. Uh, true story. It's actually like headshot day in the athletic department. And, and Eric Evans, a longtime team photographer, was setting up, and, and he said to me, he goes, you need a new headshot? He goes, no, nah, I think I like the one from a few years ago. He goes, I'm smart. Smart. So that told me all I needed to know from yeah. the guy that takes all of them. Right. You know? I know. He's the, he's the pro. Yeah, he's the expert. Let's talk about the Holiday Bowl, Rob. Uh, just uh, review it for fans. Uh, some of your takeaways from a nice win. Well, it was a great win. Um, obviously, a chance to go to San Diego to celebrate uh, and play for a tenth win. You yeah. know, ten win seasons are hard to get. Um, so, really happy for our student athletes and coaches to have that experience. Um, Mark Neville and his team at the Holiday Bowl did a fantastic job. You know, we stayed at a great hotel um, and appreciate all the fans who battled all the yeah. travel challenges and, and really feel bad for some of the parents who who had some difficulty. Uh, in getting there. But all in all, a great showing by the Duck fans at Petco Park. Uh, obviously, uh, we dominated the crowd um, and an exciting finish to a game. And, yeah. uh, again, you know, to get that 10th win is is a big milestone. I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like there is such a focus around all of Oregon athletics, and really every fan base would tell you they want to compete and, and go undefeated all the time. You know, that's certainly the goal, but – Ten wins is hard to attain. There's not a lot of programs that have won ten games as many times as the Ducks have over the last two decades. No, it's extremely difficult. And when you look at our schedule, I mean, we played a lot of ranked teams. That's right. Um, we had a really difficult schedule, um, including the, the back-to-back national champions. And, you know, our three losses uh, were all to ranked, highly ranked teams. I think all – well, I guess they all would be top 15, uh, top 15 uh, in, at the, in end. the final poll. So, yeah, obviously we want to compete for Pac-12 championships, and we were right there in the thick of it um, and, you know, uh, had an opportunity to certainly be in that game. Uh, But, you know, I think when you step back and realize uh, first-year staff, uh, you know, the number of transfers that we were really relying on in leadership and key roles – uh, to get that 10-1 milestone was a success. We talk a lot about the student-athlete experience as well, and you mentioned some of the families having difficulties getting there, but still I thought a very, very awesome experience in San Diego. No, it was great, and you know, just to be able to you know walk around the way the setup was with the hotels and the yeah. proximity to Petco, there, there was a lot of energy um, and a lot of duck energy from the parade uh, to the fans there, to the venue, uh, you know, when, when we walked into Petco, uh, you know, we had a huge sold-out alumni event up in the left field warehouse roof. Uh, but then you get down into the stands, and the green and yellow was everywhere, and, and you could hear it. You know, one of the things that I want to mention, too, that I think can get overlooked by me, especially, because I'm in the you know athletics bubble. I'm worried about our, our broadcast, our pregame show, making sure everything's set up, making sure I know how to get to the field from the press box in an efficient <laughs> manner. I well, never did figure that out, by the way. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a tougher it one. It was tricky. You know? Baseball designed it's a little different for sure. But I did want to mention that the, the university advancement group that did a – Big event the day before the game at the hotel. I got to tell you, Rob, like I walked by that, and it was packed door to door. Yeah, no, I I think over the last 10, 12 years, uh, a couple of things have happened at bowl events. One is – Student Affairs, University of Oregon Student Affairs in collaboration with Enrollment Management, uh, Student Services Enrollment Management, as well as Athletics, have gone to the community we're going to. We do a community service event. Yeah. Uh, so we typically uh, partner with our opponent to, to have an impact in the local community, which we did this year at the San Diego Food Bank. And then each year, uh, you know, since Roger Thompson has been the, the Senior Vice President for Student Services Enrollment Management, they've done a University Enrollment Management event whether it's in San Antonio, San Francisco, Pasadena, and did one here in San Diego, and it was huge. It was massive. Um, and, and, to, and to see a part of that and to visit with prospective students uh, and the parents and prospective students um, and have Roger and his team, uh, Director of Admissions, Director of Financial Aid, Director or Vice President for Student Affairs, all engaging. Our athletic staff was all there. Uh, you know, filled up a whole ballroom and engaged with, uh, you know, folks that are considering the University of Oregon as a student. Uh, and, you know, I just really appreciate Roger and his team, you know, collaborating, using the athletics platform in the communities that we go. Yeah. 
uh, you know, to advance, you know, enrollment at the university. Yeah, you know, I think it's so fascinating to, and, and Oregon's a great example of how that can can really work, right? Like, I, I think I, I think you were here when I said this to Roger when when he was on the show that, you know, I'm an example of that, right? Like, I grew up in Santa Cruz, California, and because of Oregon's exposure from a sporting landscape, that's what exposed me, student. To Oregon. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. And, and if, you know, just the number, the, the enrollment we've in, seen increased from Texas haven't been to a few, um, you know, Alamo Bowls. That's interesting. And walking around that ballroom and visiting with parents and prospectuses, there were some that drove, I think, two, three hours uh, to attend that event and get to connect with university staff. So it works. Um, and obviously there's strong interest in the university, and when we're in those communities, it's great to be able to bring the two parties together. And maybe to sum that up, just to finish that thought, I talked to Ann Reeder about that. And she, she walked out of the event, and it, she was like, whoa. You know, like that, that to me, said a lot, you know, that it was a, a massive success. And I think that's something that maybe gets overlooked because there is an athletics and academics connection with all of it. Oh, no doubt. And, and, and for those, you know, prospective students who attend those events, they have access to, like I said, financial aid, yeah. student services, uh, DEIB, athletic staff, student affairs, admissions. You know, there, there's a lot of folks that can answer some questions. Yeah. I mean, in you know, even though there there weren't, uh, you know, prospective student athletes at the event, we get approached uh, by a lot of prospective students and parents about how do student tickets work? Right. You know, what are student employment opportunities within athletics? Um, so there's a lot of dialogue that happens. Love that. Rob Owens, Oregon Athletic Director with us. Bigger picture, uh, final AP rankings. I joke about too early rankings, but – they, they are too early. I mean, the, the, too the, early. Pre- the, the portal's rankings, not even closed. Yeah, that's right. The preseason rankings really mean nothing. There's a reason the college football playoff rankings don't come out until, what, week seven? Is that right? Week right, seven, seven, or eight, yeah. seven or eight. Well, one thing, though, that I do like to note is the final rankings. Yes. And the Pac-12 was particularly strong. Ducks finishing at number 15 in the final AP poll. And Rob, six Pac-12 teams in the top 21 at the end of the year. Yeah, I think that speaks to the strength of this league. Um, I think it outperformed expectations. And then when you start thinking about next year and the returning quarterbacks yeah. um, uh, and high-level performers from this year to next year, uh, you know, it is going to be a true gauntlet yeah. in the Pac-12 next year. Pac-12 is going to be the league of the quarterback. I mean, number 8, Washington, number 10, Utah, number 12, USC, 15, Oregon, 17, Oregon State, 21, UCLA. And, you know, I mention all of those because, well, there's pretty good quarterbacks for all those teams coming back. Yeah. And that's saying something. So, in any case, I think the Pac-12 is in a good spot. And that's that's always kind of a big focus heading into every season, isn't it? What the league's strengths are going to be. It is. And, you know, a lot, as you mentioned, a lot of focus gets shifted to the top end to the playoff, like who's yeah. in the hunt for a playoff. Um, and as you look at our league, you know, we had four teams in the conversation the majority of the year, um, and I think it'll start out that way next year. It's just going to be really difficult in yeah. this league to make it through with, you know, some of the tough road contests. Talking about next year, uh, the signing day that was and then the signing day that's coming, <laughs> uh, still with the, the two signing days that we can talk about. And, you know, I do want to say a lot of people were asking me, how come we don't do, like, our big two-hour show on, on the December signing day? The reason is that the class isn't done until February. It seems weird to celebrate the class in, in December when it's not complete, and that's exactly what you're talking about. There's still roster management going on. There's a lot of roster management. Obviously, you know, you have that early signing period, which gets a lot of attention. Um, but now you have the portal, too, which right. is a big piece, um, you know, in managing the scholarships. And I, I think, uh, uh, you know, some schools are, you know, having somewhere between 20 and 25 uh, enrollees into the winter term or the spring semester right. based on early enrollees from the signing class in addition to transfers. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot happening between the December signing day, the transfer portal window, I believe, which closes January 18th, and then uh, the early February 2nd signing day. I've said this before, too. As college football has, has evolved and changed and will continue to do so, recruiting rankings are such a focus. You know, you want to have a, a top 10 class, a top 5 class. Well, I don't know how you feel, Rob, but I've said, like, anymore you, you have to say, well, this is your freshman class and, and then there's the entire <laughs> yeah. recruiting class that takes place over the course of an offseason like transfers matter for that now. no it really does and you to get you have to balance it and, and you know while i don't know that you you know there is a lot of focus on each particular class you know as we've seen it's mm-hmm. about putting strong classes together year after year right. after year um and the transfer portal has changed the game i mean i mean just look at us right. L- look you know bucky irving noah bo nix christian gonzalez uh you know Casey Rogers, Jordan Riley, I mean, huge impact players 
um, that came in with experience and contributed mightily to our success. Meanwhile, I do want to mention signing day events. There's more details coming uh, as signing day approaches. Big event in Portland, big event in Eugene. The Eugene event's going to be a little different this year. It won't be on signing day. We'll actually take a little bit of time to breathe for, for once in the football landscape and then celebrate the class in Eugene the following day so that the staff can really take part and celebrate. Those are always fun events, big events. They are great events. They have incredible energy. Uh, what Justin Fisher, Michael Doherty, uh, a number of donors in Portland have done to elevate that Portland signing event. It's, I mean, it's a celebration of the class, but it's more of a variety yeah. show with interviews of coaches, players, former student athletes. Um, it, it's it's a lot of fun and incredible energy, as I mentioned. I also want to mention that it happens to be the day before Oregon basketball plays in Tucson. Usually a fun game. That's going to be a good week for Oregon athletics, just in general, uh, when we get into the month of February. Spring ball is going to be here before we know it. You ready for that? <laughs> Not quite yet. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's sometimes it does get lost of the cycle of building a national championship. True. I mean, you really, you know, you come back in January and you start the training. And if you don't have the exact steps lined up, you don't have any chance. So it does start early. Um, you know, getting back in the weight room uh, and, and obviously uh, getting ready for for that spring practice and then the spring game. It, it, it all happens fast. Lastly, on the football front, before we get a break, uh, it's always fun to, to keep track of products' careers after they leave here. You know, there, there's there, it, it's so amazing now in today's world and today's landscape. I, I think it's more and more common that you're fans of an athlete because of their story, because you rooted for them in college, then you are just fans of one pro team. And I've got like five teams I'm rooting for in the playoffs this year, Rob. I mean, that's fun in the NFL. Yeah, no, I mean, it's once a duck, always a duck, right? Yeah. And, I, you know, us, along with our fan base, really around those former ducks and love to see them have success at the next level. Um, and as you mentioned early on, you know, LaMichael James going into the National yeah. Football Foundation College Football Hall of Fame is an incredible accomplishment. Obviously, you know, much deserving Doak Walker Award winner. You know, what would he finish third in the Heisman? Um, Multiple-time All-American. Uh, just an, an incredible record setter. Really changed the game along with Chip and the offense. Um, and sure brought a lot of great memories to our staff. You know, I, talking about him yesterday, we went through all the, the accolades, the details, and you talk about changing the game. I mean, I, I think that he's maybe the first player that comes to mind when you talk about how, how Oregon sort of rose to power, if you will, during that era. No doubt. And, I mean, he's the definition of explosive play, and there's so much attention on explosive plays right now. Uh, you know, every time LaMichael touched it, there was a chance at an explosive play, and it changed the game. How big of a deal is it for the overall department, Rob? I mean, just from that perspective, to have another Hall of Famer. No, it's huge. I mean, you know, when, if you look at the wall of Hall of Famers out here outside between the Casanova Center, Center and Autzen Stadium, um, you can see it's the who's who. And just go, just look at the class that he's going yeah. in with. Yeah. Um, and to be a part of that annual celebration and to have Oregon a piece of where all of college football gathers at the end of the season to celebrate. Uh, you know, we did it a couple of years ago when Justin won the uh, Campbell Trophy, which was a huge celebration. We did it when Mike Bellotti went into the Hall of Fame, and now we get a chance to do it again with Michael. That means – I mean, it's the best of the best. Yeah, and there's probably going to be a few more over the next few years. I certainly hope so. There, there's some that will be deserving. Yeah, uh, I could, I could start naming off a, a list. And you know, I've said this before that it is we're coming up to an era now for Oregon Athletics Hall of Fame where. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to decide on first ballots when you're in those meetings. Right? Yeah, we've kind of moved into that era. Uh, obviously, we put the 2010 team in, and you know when you start talking about Olympic medalists, yeah, multi-time national champions, um, you know, Pac-12 players of the years, consensus All-Americans, it is a difficult stretch, but yeah. uh, it's a good problem to have. It's a great problem to have. It tells you how, how much uh, power, I guess, Oregon athletics has, and and how many great athletes there are that have left this place and great people that have left this place now 10 years out by the way that that's why we're kind of into that era you got to be 10 years out then you're eligible for right. athletics hall of fame a uh, quick time out when we come back i want to talk a little bit about hoops and a few other notes with oregon athletic director rob mullins when we come back on the oregon sports network from learfield dear winter toyota's got 20 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive and that's more than any other auto brand you bring the action, and we'll bring the traction. Always Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturers' websites as of 11 22 
Hey, Duck fans, we're all about protecting our home turf here in Eugene. You should do the same for your home with Country Financial Insurance. Most home insurance doesn't account for inflation, but with Country Financial, yours can. If something happens to your home, make sure you can rebuild the same house in the same place. Call a local representative or 866-COUNTRY and get a solid defense for your home. Home insurance policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Casualty Insurance Company, or Country Preferred Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. Property must meet aging condition requirements, which vary by state. Dear winter, Toyota's got 20 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. So you bring the action, and we'll bring the traction. Always Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturers' websites as of 11-21-22. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. From Learfield. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Back inside the Country Financial Studio, it's Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack, Oregon Athletic Director Rob Mullins, joining us for one more segment. Uh, we were just talking a lot of football, but it's basketball season. It's officially basketball yeah, season. Yeah, we're, we're in the heart of it. And, you know, again, as we mentioned, the way the schedule uh, played out, you know, you know, both of our teams have had some tough games right out no of doubt. the gate. Uh, and our leagues are really good this year. Yeah, no doubt about that. I, I do want to say again, I did, a, I did a whole thing on this yesterday, Rob, so you're going to have to bear with me. I think it's bizarre that Colorado is always the first game on the road trip for the men. <laughs> the way that it's worked out ever since Colorado and Utah were added to the conference, I'm telling you, without fail, Colorado's always first, Utah's always second. It's become a pattern, and it's a pattern that's not so good on the front end, and it's worked out pretty well on the back end. It was a good bounce-back win against the It Utes. was a great bounce-back win. I mean, obviously, um, we got all of Colorado's energy after their <laughs> loss to Cal. And then, um, and then we turn around and did the same thing. So, uh, you know, Salt Lake is a tough place to play. Utah's having a great year um, in the way that we bounce back. And it, it, it's good to see we're finally starting to get healthy. And it, beyond health, you guys got to start to play, too, right. because, you know, they've been sitting on the sidelines. And so uh, I'm excited about how we're going to finish because I, I think once everybody's healthy, we'll start to see what we've come to have in Oregon basketball in March. Tip-off Tuesday, basketball coaches show today, uh, breaking the fourth wall here. I talked to Armand Gates actually this morning for this afternoon's show, and we talked about that, like what it takes to develop chemistry, because it's not just, okay, you're back at practice and you're 100%. You know, it takes a little bit of time. And Jermaine Cousinard, we saw, though, the impact that he can make. And hoping that everybody else is getting healthier and healthier too, but it's yeah, and that's only going to get better. I mean, just getting in the flow as an athlete at yeah. this level is really difficult, no doubt. I mean, <laughs> Jermaine, I had him on the post game show, Rob, and so I asked him like, "So what? What was it like?" He goes, "Honestly, it was a little weird at Colorado. Like you're testing it out after you've been out for a while. It, it takes some time. Yeah, it takes trustability. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard." Six o'clock on Thursday, Arizona State. Uh, that's a team that Oregon's been traditionally successful against at home. And then, what do you know? It's a three o'clock tip-off. It's national television. It's Arizona. It's Oregon. That's a huge game on Saturday. Well, big weekend. Arizona State surprised some folks. I mean, obviously they've won a lot of games uh, and off to a great start. And Arizona's top five uh, as they have been every year. So, uh, yeah, big weekend, big opportunity to fill up Matthew Knight Arena, uh, get the students back in the pit crew yeah. at loud, and and have an impact on these games. You know, you win these two games and then you're right in it that's right um, and so uh it's a great opportunity yeah just talking about the standings if if the ducks are successful this weekend and they take care of business not only will they move up in the pac-12 standings and be in the top four 
the net ranking could jump significantly. Oregon's in the 60s in the net ranking, depending on how games shake out over the next couple days. We'll see if it's still like a 64 versus 55 on Thursday night. That could be a big jump, though. Big jump, you know, because, you know, when you start thinking there's, what, 32 AQs, 32 automatic qualifiers, and you start looking, doing the numbers on the at-larges, you want to be in that 40 range. Uh, to to make sure you're in that conversation. And like you said, these two chances at home, you know, with a big crowd influencing the game, you have a chance to make a big leap. You know, on the crowd, Rob, I I want to mention that. By the way, Arizona's number nine in the rankings, in the net rankings right now. So that tells tells you how big of a jump it could be. But on the crowd front, I, I feel like this is an opportunity for Duck fans. You mentioned the students being back. It does make a huge difference. Huge difference. Uh, and we see it across sports everywhere. Um, you know, the home crowd can influence, especially in college sports. Um, and, you know, we have a 6 o'clock game and a, and a 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon game. Uh, a great opportunity. And we've seen it. When Matthew Knight Arena is, you know, at that 12-5 with the pit crew full, it, I mean, it's it, – we, we talk about three points at Autzen. You know, it's probably worth five to seven points yeah. at Matthew Knight Arena. It can really impact the game. Yeah, and I know that the, the, the season's been up and down with some home losses, but I'm telling you, when this team is healthy, they're a different squad. Uh, the Ducks had seven scholarship players for a game at one point this year. Let's not forget that. Right. Um, so that, that tells you what they've had to deal with. I also want to mention that it's going to be a stripe out. So more details on that on the Oregon basketball social media. There will be email communication about it as well. But for that Arizona game, even sections, one color, odd sections, another color. Oh. Could be pretty cool. Yeah. Matthew Knight Arena. Right. So, i got to do my homework. Yeah, if the pit crew and the odd sections wear yellow and then the even sections wear green, I think it could lead to some pretty awesome images at Matthew Knight Arena. It could ah, be pretty cool to yeah. stripe out against Arizona on Saturday at 3 That'd be really cool. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So I hope that uh, fans, you, you know which section you're in, and you can you can plan that outfit accordingly. Meanwhile, women's basketball. It's always a fun weekend when you get both teams at home. doesn't happen very often once we get into Pac-12 play. 7 o'clock on Friday, it, 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 it's just the Huskies. Just the Huskies. And, you know, uh, women are coming off of a tough road trip, too. You know, that's yeah. always a difficult road trip. And what a great game on Sunday. You know, didn't, didn't turn our way. But with such a young team, to go into a hostile environment – and, and, you know, have the back-and-forth kind of game that we had, uh, it was good to see. I, you know, the future is very bright um, for, for Oregon's women's basketball with, with this team, and uh, I think they're learning and growing each game, and we're seeing it. Yeah, Coach Graves, uh, also tip-off Tuesday coming up this afternoon. I know everybody wants to, to, to know, how's Grace Van Sluten? Tune in for the show. I promise that Coach Graves gets asked about it. <laughs> Can you it. tell me off the air? I, sure. I, okay, I will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, otherwise I got to, you know, got to let the, the, the head coach answer that question. Absolutely. Um, you know, but I, I do think you, you talk about a, a team that's in a similar situation. I've had some players be banged up, and that's the worst part of sports. You know, if, if everybody could be healthy all the time, sports would be a lot more enjoyable, I think. No, that's tough, and that's, I mean, that's why we talk about stacking recruiting class, right? You have to develop depth, um, and then, you know, that's why everybody always has to practice the right way and be ready. We hear coaches say it all the time because your opportunity is coming. Sure. Uh, and you never know when. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, you know, this year on both men's and women's basketball, we've had more than our fair share, um, and a number of our student athletes have stepped up. And so that should bode well when everybody gets back and gets healthy. Yeah. Talking about uh, the spring sports coming up as well. A couple final thoughts for Rob Mullins, Oregon athletic director. It's going to be here before you know it. <laughs> it's here. Track and field, softball, and baseball all have their preseason photo shoots within a four-day period. That tells you right, something. Right, and practices are starting. And so I saw Waz today, and they're doing their individual instruction. Missy, the same thing. Acro, Taylor, and her team are getting going. Um, we're here. Uh, you know, indoor track's going to get right on the road, you know, quickly, I think, up to Seattle and, 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 and get into some meets. And so uh, it's happening. Lacrosse. I mean, we're in that crazy time, right? Winter sports are right in the thick of it. Spring sports are starting out, and uh, it's a fun time of year. It is a fun time of year. Uh, I'm looking forward to being out at the Jane, uh, PK Park again, all the other facilities. And sunshine usually comes with that. It feels like baseball outside today. Let's go. It it felt like baseball yesterday. It sure did. what? Felt like baseball season. I'm I'm in for that. Yeah, we'll have more on that. Uh, I know a lot of actually I had a couple fans last week ask. So when are you going to start doing the regular interviews with with those coaches? I was like, we're, we're there. Don't worry, we're we're, we're getting there. Uh, lastly, I did want to ask you uh, about new senior women's administrator. We talked about about Valerie Johnson earlier, but now officially starting, she's making her Duck Insider debut in a couple weeks. Look out. So what should I ask her? 
Well, you, you're the you're the pro. Well, uh, I'm just asking any yeah. insight. You uh, got, well, you know? and she's a pro. Uh, I, I think what you'll find, um, and, and you, you already can feel it in the hallways. She's on her second week uh, here. Is incredible energy. Yeah. Um, an incredible energy about you know our mission, which is student athletes, um, and see her interact with coaches and student athletes, and she brings a wealth of experience. You know, she has a student athlete development and support background. Um, having you know, she certainly knows the state. Haven't been the AD at Willamette and again at Portland State, um, but just you know, experience, knowledge. Uh, but to me, the energy and enthusiasm every single day in and around the office—you can already feel it. Um, and her passion for supporting young people—it's um, why we all get in the business. But uh, you know, you'll you'll enjoy visiting with her. Okay, so where does the energy come from? There you go. That's the great. That's yeah, the obvious I, that's question. a good question. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. Uh, in a couple weeks when she makes her Duck Insider debut. I've been told that, that, that she's been warned of a couple of my antics already. Oh, okay. So Yeah, no, you you haven't been fully indoctrinated until you've done your uh, yeah. inaugural Duck Insider. Is visit. that true? I think it's true. Oh, geez. That's a lot of pressure, Rob. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, I will say, so th- this kind of became kind of a, a fun thing. So, uh, the, the the ticket group came to me and and they actually asked, hey, we're, we're we're trying to come up with some cool prize ideas for for folks that get their renewals in. And I guess one of the feedback pieces was, well, we, we, maybe someone could come on the show and tell their season ticket story. I was like, sure, that'd be fun. You know, I'm all in for that. And it made the rounds on social media, and a couple people responded and said, well, I would kill the two minute life story. I had no idea that everybody had picked up that I always ask somebody that. There so, you go. So if you if you win the prize from the ticket group, then just know you're going to get asked for the two minute life story. And if you can beat Dave Butler's minute fifty nine point five six, I'll I'll be here for you. <laughs> I didn't know we actually had a clock on it. Very yeah, good. I, I keep track. Dave's okay. the closest we've ever had. Bo Nix says he was cheating. Oh, okay. Yeah. So shots fired, Dave. If you're if you're still tuning in, but yeah, Bo, Bo was like, "There's no way." There's no way. Anything else we should highlight, Rob? Anything else fans should know? No, I, you know, excited to to turn the calendar to 2023. Look forward to the winter and spring. And again, just appreciate the incredible support that we have. All the fans that made it down to the Holiday Bowl, uh, the fans that made it over to Matthew Knight Arena during the holidays. Um, you know, we really have an impact. And as you mentioned, we have a great weekend this weekend, and it'd be fun to fill Matthew Knight Arena on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, to really lift our men's and women's basketball programs. Also, I should mention on Saturday, you you, you go to the Duck game, and then. And right afterwards, the Chargers kick off. Works out well. Good timing. Schedule works out great. Thanks, Rob. All right, good to Appreciate see you. Appreciate the time. Uh, we're going to get time out. When we come back, football, still going to review it a little bit. We haven't had Jerry Allen in the studio since the season came to an end. So he'll be here coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. At Shadow Hills Country Club, our all-inclusive event pricing allows us to take care of all of the details while you enjoy your event. Our wedding garden, expansive grounds, ballroom, and meeting rooms can accommodate any size event and come complete with full catering and service staff. From weddings to business and social events, Shadow Hills offers the benefits of a resort atmosphere and the peace of a country setting just minutes from downtown Eugene. For more details, call us today or go to shadowhillsevents.com. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Duck Insider, Duck Insider, Duck Insider continues after this timeout on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Chris Jackamick, I served in the United States Air Force, and I've deployed three times. 
being a veteran, it's interwoven into your DNA is really the absence of the connection and the purpose that can really drive a lot of veterans to some uh, negative thoughts. For those who are in a suicidal crisis, the window of time to save somebody's life is very short. Our duty is to protect ourselves and protect our families. And one way you can do that is store your weapons safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by N Family Fire and the Ad Council. Oh, I missed you, Jerry. We're back inside the Country Financial Studio. Tuck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union. From Rob Mullins to Jerry Allen, it's a heavy hitter show today. Um, oh, no, no. Jerry sat down and just went, great game last great night. Game great game last game. night. You know, I was actually teaching last night, and so I was like, ah, I'm going to miss the game. Yeah. No, you didn't. One of my students, <laughs> I go, hey, anybody know what the score is? And one of my students goes, oh, yeah, it's 65-7. to 7. I was like, what? Yeah, and it, it was that bad. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go well. You know, no. the Ducks had more first downs. Uh, than, than TCU did against Georgia. <laughs> I want everybody to know that I said that earlier, and Alex Simpson goes, I'm not I'm not here for those comparisons, which which I say that jokingly because I'm completely in agreement with Alex. It means nothing. But nah. <laughs> apples and oranges. First game of the season, brand-new coach. Right. Yeah, no, right. apples and oranges. Yeah. Did you watch the whole game? Watch the whole game. Hmm. I, I was, That's a choice. Yeah, you know, it's uh, – <laughs> I wanted to see just how good Georgia was in all phases and yeah. how how they handled every bit of that game, knowing that TCU had a chance and time to prepare for them didn't make any difference. It showed me there is definitely an upper level of college football and then that next level down. Yeah, and it's it's amazing, you know, just, just it, people probably saw – and heard that that pregame speech that made the rounds on social oh, yeah. media, and you know you can just hear the passion from from all the coaches. I'm not saying that Coach Dykes didn't give a tremendous pregame no. speech, also, but you know it does say say something. Then too, you, you couple that pregame speech with, with what Coach Smart said postgame about being humble and and how what it takes to be successful. You know, you, you can't help but 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 see why they have had success and, and why Coach Lanning was successful and why he got the job here at Oregon in the first place. And it's why. In great part, Georgia was so successful defensively this year. It's what Coach Lanning left Georgia with sure. to build on. I mean, uh, they they are who they are, and he is a big part of that. Yeah. Well, uh, selfishly, uh, I was happy for, for a former Duck, once a Duck, always a Duck, and Tracy Hansen was Tracy Vogelsong when she was here at Oregon, works in the Georgia Athletic Department, and, well, she was a happy camper last night. Happy camper still today. If she feels good yet. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I'm, I, I know. I'm, I'm joking, but no, she's she's got to be just. She was probably in tears half the night and celebrating because oh, yeah. it was such a great win. I mean, that's the greatest football team I've seen in a while. Yeah, me too. Uh, that game was one uh, in the trenches, the offensive line or the defensive line. Winning a back-to-back championship is hard to do. I mean, Very hard. Last team to do it was about a decade ago, Alabama, and that was a dynasty. You know, we know that. They've been successful. Yeah. And, and Georgia's, I think, knocking on that doorstep. It's amazing yeah. when you see success at the highest level and, and what it takes to get there. And, you know, that's what made me excited when, when Coach Lanning first got the job at Oregon and when Rob hired him because there is such a, a focus on the championships. He's been a part of it, you know. And you, you mentioned, like, he, he left it there. He knows what it takes to be successful. I think uh, Kirby Smart took some of the blueprint from Alabama and built Georgia, yeah. and now Dan Lanning has taken some of the blueprint from Georgia, and he's going to do the same thing built in Oregon. I'm excited yeah. about next year. Football season. Uh, so, yeah, we, we were joking before you got here, Jerry, about the, the way too early top 25s are, are already here. <laughs> I saw that. Um, so, you know. It, hey, that's all right. Preseason rankings mean nothing, uh, but it gives us something to talk about. But what I do want to ask you about, Jerry, is the yeah. strength of the Pac-12, because you've been doing this now 30 – it'll be your 37th season next 37, year. 37, yeah. So – Pac-12 football has certainly had its ups and downs. But you talk about six Pac-12 teams in the final AP Top 21. Pretty darn good league yeah, this year. I, you know, it's a good thing. It's great to be able to say, look at the Pac-12, how great this conference is. All these teams finishing in the Top 25, and they're going to be there again, and they have to play each other again. And therein is the problem. Yep. Every year. Every year. Every year. Yeah, and it's going to be that same next year. I mean, yeah, there's no doubt. Do you think that it's 
it's going to end up being true that it's the conference of the quarterback? Oh, I think I think so. I mean, I think probably four or five of the best quarterbacks in the nation yeah. will be out of the Pac-12 next year. Yeah. Now, the, the, the big key for me for all those teams, Joey, and Oregon faced it this year, is the health of each of those key players, yeah. and it's the quarterback. Oregon stays healthy this year. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, if any of those quarterbacks go down next year for their respective teams, and I hope they don't. It's just terrible. But that changes everything they do. Yeah, Bo, I think, would have finished in the top ten at least of the Heisman vote. Oh, he would have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He was in the conversation before getting yeah. banged up, and that, that's what happens. You yeah. know, I, I said this to Rob, Jerry. It, it's funny, just, just earlier, because I, I think injuries are the worst part of sports. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's just it just sucks on both sides, Yeah, right, no it matter does. what happens. Yeah. Um, but I do think that the national narrative around the Pac-12, because of all the quarterbacks, will probably be the most positive that we've seen nationally in I don't know how long, probably a while. Yeah, and it's because of the brand of football. I mean, when you you play in the SEC or the Big 12, Big 10, and you, you've got a pound of football team and a defensive team, and the games are really fun but not that exciting compared to – the Pac-12, where you've got a quarterback who's slinging the ball all over the yard. He's got two receivers that are, you know, getting uh, over 100 yards every game. Not only slinging the ball over the yard, but he's got legs and going to run on you. It's just fun to watch, and I think that's what will really make a splash in the nation next year, and that is how much fun it is to watch the Pac-12. Agreed. All right, I want to get a timeout. Uh, come back. we got to talk a little bit of uh, Oregon football history. After the announcement yeah. yesterday, this is pretty cool. Jerry Allen's with us. we got more coming up on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, Duck fans. The official 2022 Oregon football trading cards are now available exclusively at your local Oregon Jackson's food stores. The cards feature over 100 of your favorite Duck football student-athletes from the 2022 season. Each pack contains 14 cards, and one out of every 10 packs will contain a special edition signed card. So be sure to collect them all to complete your set. Visit jacksons.com for store locations. Jacksons. Let's go. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Duck Insider, your home for the latest news on Oregon athletics on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Hi, I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Jerry Allen with us. I'm Joey Mack. It's Duck Insider presented by On Point Community Credit Union in the Country Financial Studio. So yesterday, awesome announcement. Michael James heading into the College Football Hall of Fame. That means his plaque is going to join uh, all yeah. the other Ducks that are in the That's College so and NFL cool. Hall of Fame right outside uh, the studio here at the Casanova Center. I mean, Jerry, that's that's awesome. Deserving LaMichael James in the College Football Hall of Fame. One of the most exciting running backs Oregon has ever had. And we've had a string of them, and we can talk about some of them. But LaMichael James was just different in, in a way that makes him great. I still remember him going down, dislocated an elbow, and what we went through with that. But he was he had speed, uh, agility, toughness. 
maybe his toughness was the biggest part of what he had because when, when you got in his way, he, he just wasn't going to try to go around you. He was going to go through you. you know, I, it's great that you said that because I think there was this perception of him that he was like an elusive back and he wasn't a physical back. And then I always would go back to when he just plowed that Arizona oh, yeah. safety. And I mean just – took him out like that yeah. would have been targeting of the offensive variety in today's college football I feel like the way he hit him but also I don't know what you're talking about there were no such things as injuries in that era of Oregon athletics that, that's Oregon right football. That, that word was never used and yeah. if it was you weren't in the uh, scrum of the media the next time you were asked that's to right to participate I don't yeah. think the word injury was in the vocabulary of the broadcaster for like a five-year period yeah. Chip Kelly didn't know what that word was no that's right. He never did. So, yeah, there was no such thing. I don't no, know what you're talking about. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah, LeMike would probably say that now. Yeah. Um, no doubt. What, what do you, I, I was kind of curious about this, like, thinking about it yesterday, Jerry, because I have a couple memories uh, of not just plays that he made, but, like, things that he did where you just knew he was different. Do you have any memories of him, like, early on where you were like, man, that's a player when you saw him in practice? You know, not nothing that I could really – point to and say I have a memory of him doing this. I mean there were there are some guys that when they're in practice they just have a different speed or the ability to cut and and you just know wow that kid's different. I, I think the games that I remember the game at Tennessee when he made that yeah. run down the sideline that was like holy cow of that you know <laughs> that's that's special. You you don't see that very often and of course yeah. for me my favorite call on him was the the game against Stanford. Here we go we had it ready for down you. At three. And LaMichael up the middle, bust it, and he's gone! LaMichael James, baby, not going to catch that man! 10-5! Statement! 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 LaMichael James! Oh, so good. At that point in the game, it was a statement. Yeah. I mean, it was... That put him over 50, right? And, and I, yeah, I think, I it, think did. it did. And, and what it did, too, was showed you, if you didn't already know, that if he got by you, you weren't going to catch him. He's he's one of the last true speed backs that I can remember. That, I mean, we talk about it now. Guys that have the ability to get in the open, but then then people close on him it with the collapses. angle. Even with the angle, people didn't close on Michael James very well. That's a great point, you know, because there was such a focus, especially in that offense, with with the zone read and getting the the read that you want. And a lot of times, defenses wouldn't necessarily have a bad angle. He just Ran right by. Ran right by. So quick. Saw Kenyon Barner do that a time or two. DeAnthony Thomas did it. I mean, certainly there are others, but oh, yeah. there's a reason that, that LeMike's going into the College Football Hall of Fame. You know, that it's such an honor. It's it's a tremendous honor for him, and that's one of the best ducks we've ever seen. Uh, and there's probably, I, I said this to Rob, Jerry, there's probably going to be a few more ducks that end up in that <laughs> College Football Hall of Fame over the next few years. Yeah, there will be. And that's exciting. Know, what's cool for me, and it'll be cool for you as well, and that is that you'll have the memory, and a lot of you fans will as well, of talking to your kids and grandkids and other fans of saying, yeah, I was there when. Right. You yeah. were there. You got to be a part of those calls. Yeah. I, w- I was at uh, the majority of the games that he played in, not working with you, though. So I was just, you know, horse. <laughs> By the time the game was over, um, yeah, no comment. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. That, that, it's a tremendous honor, though, for Michael James. And yes. So congratulations to to him for sure. I, I did want to ask you too, Jerry. Like we talk about signing day coming up, and 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 what's on the horizon for Oregon football? Wow. Man, it, it, it's amazing. Signing day is only like three weeks away. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Didn't we just finish a bowl game? Yep. Wasn't the championship game just last? Yep. N- yeah. Yeah, it never ends. It no. never ends. That, that, and that, I, I guess that's good. I'm, I'm already looking forward to spring ball. I'm looking forward to signing day, wrapping up signing day. It's interesting because we, we already know, Joey, for the most part, who who's on the list. There are going to be some additions, no doubt. But when you have a coach like Dan Lanning and his staff rec- recognized as premier recruiters in the nation, how can you not be excited about signing day? So I'm, I'm going to get to as many of those signing day events as I can, and they're going to be all over the state. Yeah, and I, I said this, too, that it's also just a big week because for Oregon basketball, uh, I will be hopping on a plane that yeah. night flying to Tucson uh, because the Ducks have a huge matchup against Arizona. I mean, that that's what makes this time of year fun because there's, there's this big celebration of football. You're looking ahead to next year, and you're celebrating a class and, and all the hard work that goes into putting together that class. And then there's huge basketball games that have postseason implications. Uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. We're still planning, by the way, for our, our big show on signing day. 
our big like two hour we talked to all the coaches breakdown film we're planning to do that still in the morning on signing day and then i will likely be rushing to the airport while jerry rushes to portland that's the plan right that you you gotta rush to the airport and fly to tucson yes i gotta have to drive to portland i guess i don't know caravan caravan party bus Better idea that's, yet. See, that's that's <laughs> party the winner. Bus. And you're and you're, you're talking. You we're talking football wrapping up and basketball's going on and oh yeah, baseball and softball start and track and field practice underway. This yeah, week. I mean, holy cow, it's it's an ex- exciting time of the year. Yeah, really the first day of school for the winter term was Monday yesterday, um, so it definitely comes at you in a hurry. You look back on this season, Jerry, and I, I wanted to ask you this too. Because there is such a focus on on getting to a championship, winning a Pac-12 championship, winning a national championship. That's the focus at a place like Oregon. But also getting to 10 wins. That number still means something, doesn't it? Yeah, because I can remember I can remember how important it was, and Scotty will remember this too, Scott Phillips, when we were thrilled to get six wins because that meant we right. were bowl eligible. Six wins was a big deal. Remember that? Yeah. So ten wins. Yeah. Not a lot of not a lot of programs across the nation can go back through the last ten or twenty years and say they've had as many ten win seasons as Oregon has. The other thing that I'll remember this season for is the return to Autzen Stadium of the fans. Agreed. They were back. Agreed. And it can make a huge difference. You oh, know, yeah. We were talking about it at Matthew Knight Arena with Arizona. The Arizona schools coming to town this weekend. I felt like there there was certainly a, a dip in the program's success. We know that. Yep. It's on the rise again, and, and, and I hope that we can get back to a sellout streak like it used to be. I know a lot of things have changed over, I mean, gosh, not just in football, Jerry, and everything. In life. Right? <laughs> yeah. Certainly. But if Otson could be like it was last year, it's not a three-point advantage in, in, in the betting line. No. It's, it's more than that. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. Like – I'll be honest, there were probably only a handful of times for like a five-year period, certainly beyond football reasons for this, where I got goosebumps on the sideline. I got goosebumps on the yeah. sideline like at least once a week this past weekend or this past year. There were there were games when, uh, when Georgie and I would take our headsets yeah. off because it was so loud. We didn't know if it was because it was coming through our headset or it was the, the crowd. And you take a headset off and you realize – all that, all that noise is from the crowd. It was, you're right, goosebumps. And that was when, inevitably, I was trying to tell them something about an injury on the sideline. <laughs> we got our they, headsets off. We're celebrating. Go, Did you guys hear me? <laughs> Welcome back to Hudson Stadium. Uh, no, we didn't uh, hear I didn't you, Jerry. Hear a word. Yeah. Yeah. What else should fans know, Jerry? What did we miss? Wow. Um, I think we should go to a break. Oh, okay. No, I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> I, we have one more break to, to no, take. I, I don't want to do one. I, yeah, I, I just what, what a great season it's been so far. I mean, and it, we're only we're only into it. I think we I think we make the mistake of starting the season in in September with football, uh, and cross country and volleyball, and then when it finishes, it's like kind of a heavy size. Like, okay, we made it through this. You know, we made it through. We really haven't made it through, Joey. We really just got started because basketball is still going on, then baseball and softball, all that. So I don't want fans to to sit back and go, wow, we made it through. That's a good point. No, no, we've just taken our first step in the long year of athletics at the University of Oregon. Everything point. else is just as important. Individual sport seasons. You know, yes. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. Gordon said this, Joey, you keep saying next year. It's already next year, next season. That's true. Well, maybe he means next year, Gordon. Maybe he's talking about 2024. <laughs> no, I'm not. How do you know that? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. He, that's a great point. It is next year. I know. Now it's we all make season. that mistake. We no. all make that mistake. You know, and it's, it's one of the I, – I, you think about, like, when people ask me, for example, about seasons and, like, which bowl game, gosh, Jerry, it's confusing when it's like, yeah, so that was the 13 season but the 14 Rose Bowl, and it was the – 14 season and 14 bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. What's even more confusing is when you have the season and the bowl game in the same year. That's what I'm saying. Like if you have a 14 and a 14. Yeah. Like the Rose Bowl year was the 94 season. That's right. 95 95 Rose Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Um, That that, that picture over there, 95 Rose Bowl. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No, it, it messes me up without fail. 
every time somebody asks. Well, me. the older you get, the more messed up you're going to get. I'm going to have to start carrying around like a like an <laughs> index card of yeah, like the you, seasons and what happened each year. You know, I've done that. I've done that. When you go to big events. That's Wiley Veteran. Of no, you, you got it. You know, somebody asks you something. You go, I just, a second, I head to the bathroom for a moment. You pull the card out. You go through and come out. Go, yeah, what was it you asked me? And you tell them that. It's like flashcards when I met my <laughs> Flash- wife's family. See? <laughs> yeah. Now, now people do it like this. Yeah, now people know nah, the just a minute. What? Sorry. Okay. I, I gotta, oh, yeah. yeah. I got to text somebody. <laughs> I got to text somebody. All right. We got to get time out. Um, Jerry, thanks for being here. Yeah, it's fun to get yeah. back. Yeah. Good to uh, recap the season. Looking forward to the following season. Yes. <laughs> He's Jerry Allen, voice of the Ducks. We're going to get time out when we come back. Uh, preview tip-off Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Um, big games this week. Big games this week on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. Dear winner, Toyota's got 20 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. So you bring the action, and we'll bring the traction. Always Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturers' websites as of 11-21-22. From the weight room to the classroom, on the field and off it, On Point proudly supports University of Oregon athletics because student-athletes do so much more than bring us pride on game day. They bring our entire community together in Eugene and all across Oregon. So whether you're watching the game in the stadium, at home, or at your favorite local business, their success makes all of us stronger. On Point Community Credit Union. OnPointCU.com. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing opportunity. Dear winner, Toyota's got 20 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. So you bring the action, and we'll bring the traction. Always Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on manufacturers' websites as of 11-21-22. This is Duck Insider. Duck Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield. This is your captain. We are going to be experiencing some slight turbulence. Please fasten your... Oh, hold on. Just got a video of my cat. Imagine the pilot of an airplane was as confident as you are texting and driving. Seems kind of crazy when you put it like that. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Back inside the Country Financial Studio, Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Coming up this afternoon... Tip-off Tuesday. Kelly Graves and Tahina Pow Pow sat down with Terry Johns uh, actually earlier Monday and earlier this morning. So we have that for you coming up. Great conversations with with those two individuals on the women's side. And then on the men's side, I spent about 16 minutes talking with Armand Gates. And one of the most interesting things that we discussed is the fact that he's got a brother who is a head coach in the SEC. So after a tough loss like the Ducks suffered at Colorado, which was statistically the worst shooting percentage that the Ducks have had in the 13 years that Dane Altman's been the head coach. So that just tells you that was a tough one. But then the way that they bounced back against Utah, what's the formula for that as a coach? How do you go about figuring that out? It was really interesting hearing Coach Gates talk about how he does bounce some of that off his brother, who is a coach in the industry as well. Really interesting conversation coming your way on Tip-Off Tuesday. You can watch the show live from 2.30 to 3.30 on the various video platforms that we have, and then also tune in uh, across the Oregon Sports Network 7 o'clock tonight on all of our radio affiliates. And then the Oregon Sports Network podcast has you covered as well. Same spot that you might be listening to this very show on the OSN podcast. It's a stripe out for the Arizona game. We'll talk about that. Thanks to Rob Mullins. Thanks to Jerry Allen. Terry John's with us coming up for Tip-Off Tuesday this afternoon. See you then. 
Guys, it's me, Isabella Gomez, filling in for Smokey Bear because he's got more to say than just... Only you can prevent wildfires. Like, if you're outside enjoying a barbecue, don't let a hamburger distract you from fire safety. Make sure you aren't dumping your hot coals or ashes onto the ground because that could start a wildfire. So take wildfire prevention seriously and let's save the world one day at a time. Juntos con Smokey Bear, podemos hacerlo. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council Ready for our little forest adventure? Yes! We're here. Whoa, that was fast. There's a forest closer than you think. Find a park or forest near you and music inspired by nature at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by USDA Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're not too cool for me. And in return, I reciprocate that sentiment. I'll never be too cool for you. I was a man with a plan, but now I'm a dad with a decree, and you can't take that from me. Please let it be noted that I told my job they can dock my pay. Right now, it's just too important to take you to school every day. I want to be legendary for you. I want you to puff out your chest when you go to school the same way I do. I walk taller because of you, because I found everything to live for. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. listening to Doc Insider on the Oregon Sports Network from Learfield, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Oregon Sports Network.